What's going on and welcome to another episode of the While We're Young podcast. My name is Tyler Smith and I am here with the first ever guest on this podcast, Bradley Wright. What's up, my boy? What's going on, man? How's it going? <laughs> I'm going pretty good. I'm so excited that you're here, you know. Our, man, our, I'm excited to be here. You're excited? Yeah, man. You have no idea. I've been so ready for this for like weeks now. Weeks? Yeah. Weeks? Yeah. Really? Bro, I've, I've been pumped about this. Okay. What, what does pumped mean? What you mean? Okay. Mm, okay. What you mean? What okay. does pump mean, bro? <laughs> well, regardless, I'm so thankful that you're here. We'll get back to you in a second. Hey, if you're listening to this on YouTube, or you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, Google Podcast, thank you so much for listening in. Thank you for taking time out of your day to see what we have to talk about. That's really, you know, I'm really grateful for that. So thank you for clicking on this video. And today we have a Whopper here for you. That's from Burger King, right? Right? Yes. Burger King, a Whopper. Bradley Wright. Tell us what we're going to be talking about today. And before he talks, let me tell you that we decided for this podcast that we would kind of, I would give him the reins of what he wanted to talk about, something he wanted to be passionate about for him to get. And, um, you know, I just voice cracked there. But tell me what was on your heart for this podcast. Man, you came to me about this idea, you know, a while back. And I thought about it. And I, I was like, man, it's something I definitely want to do. And I prayed about it. I was like, God, I just, I really want you to give me the words to speak. And, and you know, I feel like, you know, we want to we want to glorify you through this, but we want to we want to reach out to somebody who needs help in this also. Mm-hmm. I was like, God, what do you what do you want me to talk about? Who give me the words that somebody needs to hear? For sure. And I and I, I prayed about it. And I was like, man, there's so many young people, students especially, yeah, that just struggle with how to cope with things mm-hmm. when they're going through a hard time when when something is just really weighing on them, whether it be a breakup, just school in general. Right. You know, school's tough, especially right now with everything going on, mm. man. Man. I, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with the with the crazy schedule that's sure. going on. Mm. I mean, college is still tough, but it's not like the high school yeah. is right now. So high schools have it tough, man. Right now, for sure. Because sure. that's like a part of your life that you're missing. And, Absolutely. You know, but, I, I feel that, you know. But at the same time, you know, we're also talking about, you know, loss of a loved one, loss of a family member, mm. best friend, whatever it is, you know, all these these things that students have to deal with and it's tough Mm -hmm. and a lot of them don't know how to handle it right you know they've got all these things coming at them all at once just 100 miles an hour Mm -hmm. they don't know where to turn right so they turn to what's popular and what is popular honestly in today's society what's popular is alcohol drugs sex Mm -hmm. those three main things right there big man it's it's destroying our young people for sure Mm-hmm. So I, I really feel like God laid this on my heart, and you know, dealing with some of the, these things right. in my past as well. You know, I'm not I'm not exempt from this. For you sure. know, I'm speaking from personal experience. Well, same here, man. There's there's yeah. every person on this world deals with, you know, we deal with coping because we all suffer in life. Life sucks. We deal with so many bad things, and you know, I really respect that you came here to talk about this today because. You know, especially right now, and you kind of know what's happening around this community, especially, you know, where we live in Meridian, Mississippi. There are things that have been happening that have just been kind of crazy. And you know kind of the story of what happened at my old school, and I won't get into detail about it, but it's just I feel like there's a lot of people nowadays struggling really bad. sure. It it 100% is, and, you know, people are scared to talk about it. Yeah. To be vulnerable. Well, you know, 
there's this stigma that you can't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people feel like they can't turn. Especially for guys. People. Oh, my gosh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, they feel they feel all this pressure of manliness and, yeah. you know, oh, you can't you can't show your emotions. Right. You know? And and that's just not that's not true. Right. You know? Guys need to cry, bro. Like, I'll, I'll be honest. Sometimes you just got to let it out. Man, for me to cry, it lets so many things out. But so you say that you've kind of experienced some things and how to cope with things. Well, would, would you care to kind of go into detail about yeah, just a little bit sure, of your man. story before we get into anything else? For sure. Yeah. Um, let's take it back to my sophomore year of college. Right. Uh, I'd been with this girl for two and a half, you know, coming up on three sure. years. And, you know, I thought I was going to marry this girl. Mm-hmm. I was I was head over heels. I was fully invested. Well, I mean, that's I not wrong for you to feel like you should, you know, right? Man, right. I, we, we discussed it. We right. talked about getting married. You know, we, you know. To be honest, we we were like, oh, we already know what we want. We know what we're gonna right. do when we get married. You know where we're gonna move. Right. Had our career path picked out. Just to say right. this, the Lord had different plans for sure. Yeah. But at the time, that's not how I saw it. Right. We broke up, and then I was I was destroyed. Mm-hmm. I was I was in a bad place. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know where to turn because I was angry with God, so I mm-hmm. couldn't turn to Him. Right. I kind of blamed him for some of it, and it was nothing of his fault. Mm-hmm. In, in, all, in all honesty, he was trying to bring me something better. For sure. And prepare me and her, you know. I, man, I hope the best for her. I, I hope she has this just amazing life. Respect. And I think that both of us, you know, grew exponentially and learned so much of that relationship. Right. And, you know, it's preparing us for our future. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I just didn't see it that way. Right. And I, and I honestly, I, I dove often into, into some things I shouldn't have. Mm. The first thing was just honestly alcohol for sure. And, and it was, you know, even before that in high school, you know, that was a, oh man, this, this is cool. This is, this is fit right. in, you know, for, for alcohol, it started with me and, in, I think it was 11th grade. Mm-hmm. You know? How were you kind of introduced to it? Just friends? No, man. I had this guy, he was like my big brother in high school. Yeah. Um, really, really looked up to the dude. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to fit in. I wanted to go hang out with him on the weekends. And he was like, man, come on, you know, you know, I, I'll watch out for you. We'll it'll just be like this small little get together. It's not going to be anything big. You know, just a couple guys around the house would just sit yeah. around and drink a beer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, you know, that's cool. You know, uh, sure. Why not? And went over there, you know, and I had a good time to be perfectly honest with you. Right. It was, hey, man, it, was it was feeling included. Yeah. That's what it was. It's fun. Like, let's but, be real like that stuff is fun on this earth absolutely yeah. well it's you know it's there's so much to it you know there's so much pressure mm-hmm. on students in school now to to go out and drink mm-hmm. and you don't have to do that it's to a have a good time almost. it it's is like, yeah you don't have to do that to have a good time mm-hmm. to be honest i had more fun on the weekends where i didn't drink can you remember it you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah for sure but you know it was it was the fitting in right and that that just kind of stuck with me and I, I did quit, quit drinking for a little while. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like trying to get rid of that um, while me and this girl were dating. Sure. But after it, I turned right back to it. Right. It was a, it was a comfort. Mm-hmm. It made me feel good. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it made me feel good. It's that it helped me forget what I was going through. Right. You know, there was so much pain and hurt in my heart that I just, I turned to what was going to make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Anything that could, that could take my mind off of it. Right. And that was the number one thing right there. Mm-hmm. You know, I had I had a lot of time spent, you know, thinking, you know, what could I do better? What what could I have done better? You mm-hmm. know, trying to blame myself and 
you know, it wasn't anything my fault really. It just, it just right. kind of happened, you know? Yeah. And God, did, I, I was angry with him. I was like, God, why are you putting me through this crap? Mm-hmm. Like, this is just, this, this sucks. It, it's painful. Um, and you know, I just kept blaming God. So like, I kind of distanced myself a little bit from church. I just, I wasn't where I needed to be. Right. But thankfully, look where you are now. <laughs> well, I had some great friends that for really sure. pulled me out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, if it wasn't for the support of some just amazing guys that I leaned on and, you know, some of my best friends, they, they pulled me out of it. And, you know, one guy in particular just really helped me realize and remember that it wasn't God's fault mm-hmm. that he was actually preparing me for something better. Right. And it took a long time kind of to recognize that and mm-hmm. be okay with that. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's what kind of got me right. to quit the drinking. Right. That was, that was a man. This isn't, this isn't anything I did. This isn't anything she did. This is, this isn't pain that God wants me to endure. It's that he's preparing me for something better. Right. But it was really tough to get to that, yeah. that point mm-hmm. of understanding. It wasn't just like a snap of the finger. It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't overnight. It wasn't even over the course of a week or a couple of weeks. It took a mm-hmm. little time. Right. But well, that, that was kind of my biggest experience with it. Right. Well, there's plenty of instances in the Bible where people have struggled. Like that that's pretty much every person in the Bible, if we can honestly say that. Every person being a Christian doesn't mean that you're not gonna suffer. Being a Christian doesn't mean that you're not gonna have a bad time and have temptations come after you. That's completely opposite of what it means to be a Christian, you know. It as a Christian we are going to be tormented on this world because that's just who our yeah. flesh is. Well, you know, the Bible says that, you know, we'll be per- persecuted just as Jesus was. Right. The, the world hated him. They'll yeah. hate us also if we follow him. You see how much Jesus was tempted. He, he was offered. Temptation is so you know? real. Yeah. And and that's when you need, a, you know, accountability for. Yeah, for I, real. I know you and I have had, mm-hmm. you know, some experiences with that. You know? Right. Man, it's been awesome having Tyler here. Man, it's as, been awesome having Bradley. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> as an accountability partner, you know. Yeah. Shout well, out to you and, and honestly my cousins. Right. That, you know, I can rely on heavily when I'm when I'm struggling with something. Dude, your cousins are awesome. Sorry, I had to, I had to say, man. I, I love Aaron them. and Mike is pretty legit, and, yeah. and Matthew. Yeah, dude, they're know, awesome. I, I lean on them pretty heavy, you know. Yeah, yeah. but it's it's because I know it, it's it's not about you know judgment. Mm-hmm. It's whatever I take to them. It's because I'm dealing with it. They're not right. going to judge me for it, and right. you you too. Right. It's man, this is what I'm struggling with. Help me with it. Right. True Help, friendship. Keep, keep me in line. That's true friendship. Man. It is. You know, true friendship is not. Oh, this is what I'm doing. Oh, well, that's okay, man. You know, just you keep doing what makes you feel good. Life isn't about making us feel good and being comfortable. It's, a, you know, these real friends, the people who really care about you, they'll call you out on your crap. Want to see you do your best, but even if that means to bring something. They yeah. don't They don't want to see you hurt. Right. But they want you to get better. Mm-hmm. And though these temporary things that make us feel good, sure, that's great in the moment. That's actually destroying you in the future it's going to tear you down down Mm -hmm. the road yeah and you know you and aaron and mike and matthew y'all y'all honestly would just call me out on that stuff right and and hopefully you do the same and you do i I try i try same to us and uh man but the importance of accountability is is extremely it's extremely important right there without you know like the 12 disciples they had to have each other to to learn and to grow together and then paul and silas and like we said david 
the other day, David and, David and Jonathan. David and Jonathan. You know, Jonathan was like his best friend. He could rely on him so heavily. And mm-hmm. I think everybody needs right. a, a Jonathan. Right. We were talking about this at the Bible study I go to in Hattiesburg mm-hmm. um, the other night. And we were talking about how everybody needs a Jonathan. Right. You know, and that that's just kind of how um, Doc over there explains it to people. So he is says, that like the same age or the same walk as you? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's you know, it's somebody that is always there for you, mm-hmm. can always you can always rely on no matter what you're going through. It's not, it's not a judgment. You know, they're correcting you as in love. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what, that's what Jonathan was to David. For sure. So Man, that, that's so important, but I think what accountability is, and I, I think this brings us to our kind of next discussion. I want to talk about being a good friend, be, being an accountability partner to someone else. There's one word that you need and that is vulnerability, vulnerability, man. You gotta have it because Look, I'll tell y'all, the listeners, there's, there's things that Bradley knows about me that no one else knows. But what that is is it gives me a person who can ask me, you know, hey, how are you doing on this subject? How are you doing with this thing that you're dealing with? And, you know, it releases things out of my heart. It releases things that I've had chained down on my chest. And, you know, I've, I've struggled with things. And I think one of my biggest, and I mentioned this in some other podcast, one of the things I struggle with is loneliness, you know. That's something that I suffer with because I'm, of course, you know, a very outgoing person. Like, yeah, you, like you do good in the crowd. Throw throw back to where we met. Um, we were talking about this the <laughs> other day, and what were you saying was the first time you saw me? I, I think I was a junior in high school. Yeah, and I saw this little seventh grade dude For up sure. on stage dancing like an idiot, <laughs> and I was like, "What is this guy doing?" That describes me perfectly. Mm-hmm. And now look at us. Well, I'm kind of. I still do that all the time. So, but, uh, you know, it's crazy how our walks went like that, man. It's crazy how we, we came to each other and like, you're what, three years older than me, I think four, four years. It's crazy. But to me, I don't even see the age difference because it's just a real relationship, you know, but talking about vulnerability, man, like how how would you say that vulnerability has helped you, especially when you were coming out of those you know, lowness and those things in your well, life. Well, to be honest, man, you know, you want to be vulnerable with others, mm-hmm. but the only way you're going to get there is if you're honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. You've got to be vulnerable to yourself. If you're struggling with some form of addiction, right? Uh, let's just use pornography sure. as an example. Go That's ahead, a bro. major topic. Hey, dude, I promise you so many people struggle with it and they don't say it. It's, it's one of the biggest struggles mm-hmm. in not even just young people, in people in general and it's a destructive it's not just guys females too for sure and it's it's not talked about you know it's it's becoming you know more talked about but it's becoming talked about because it's becoming a standard and it's becoming Mm -hmm. accepted people are saying oh that's a good thing it it, there's no harm in that man it is tearing you down because it's it's such a secret and one you're ashamed to tell anybody like imagine telling your parents it's sinful right for sure and but it's something that you wouldn't imagine because all right, and I will go to so far as to say this. Pornography is almost as bad as sex. And I'll be honest with you. It's not like sex for, you know, let's be real. But what are you doing? Like, yeah. You obviously know what happens, of course. We're just being real here. And I would argue that it's 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 so close to that, so many people are ashamed to talk about it because you know what goes and happens with that category, you know. Yeah. And But what that does is, it causes you to hide it, and, and it becomes this toxic subject in your heart that you don't tell anybody, yeah. and it it's, just eats it's, you it's up. It's shameful. Yeah. You hide it, and it, it tears you up on the inside. Yeah, and, and you know, so many people 
need to realize vulnerability when it comes to things like this. But that's that's what I'm getting at, man. You know, say say that's something I'm struggling with, mm-hmm. and I know I'm struggling with it, and I and I gotta get I gotta get out in front of it. Right. Well, if I'm not honest with myself about it, then I'm never gonna be able to talk to somebody else about it. Mm-hmm. But if I say if I sit down and I say, okay, this is something I'm struggling with. For sure. This is something that I just I can't overcome by myself. I've tried, I've tried, I can't do it. Well, for starters, I need to sit down and pray about it mm-hmm. and give it up to God and ask God. Be honest with God. Well, you've got, I mean, he already knows. He knows. He sees everything. So let me, let me just say, if you think, you know, that's something you're doing in the privacy of your bedroom and nobody knows, God knows. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, if you, if you sit there, let me pull up some verses for you. For sure. But if you sit there and you offer it up to God and you ask him to take that away, he will. You know, I've got, I brought some verses here. What's your first verse? So we're going to start over here. And um, if I can get to it, <laughs> you got my little tabs. Um, we're going to start in Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Okay. It says, Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. What was that verse again? Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Okay, well, here's what that means. And let's, let's kind of break it down for a second. It's, what it's really saying is, you know, you don't have anything to worry about. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to be scared for. But through prayer, right. if you ask God and, and you, if you request of God, you give him your, your request of God. Right. You have to really believe it. You know, if you're just having these empty prayers, mm-hmm. that's not doing anything. You have to really mean it and offer it up to God. If you ask of him to take this away from you, right. he'll bring you peace. He he will guard your heart. It, it says it right mm-hmm. here. Will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Mm. He wants to protect you, but right. you have to give it up to him first. You have to be honest about it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's other examples of that here. You know, I've got, I've got another one here over in... First uh, John five, fourteen and fifteen. Mm-hmm. This is the confidence that we have before Him. If we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears whatever we ask, we know that we we have what we have asked of Him. Mm-hmm. There's there's your assurance right there. It's saying, if we believe in Christ, and we ask of Him, He'll He'll provide. Right. And that's not saying you know, it's not saying, God provide me for this new car. It's not always going to be like a, a yes, you know. It, it's not. It's not. God, I want this new house. Yeah. And He's just going to provide that for you. Mm-hmm. No, th- these are things that are going to protect you spiritually. It could be a physical object. He's always going to give provide. you what you need. Maybe yes. not what you want, but what you need Absolutely. in every situation. If, Absolutely. If you're following His will, because that's the big thing I hear in that verse is His will according to His will. Absolutely, it's got to be His will. It's got to be for His glory. Mm-hmm. You know, He's not gonna. He's not gonna give you this. This new thing, this new shiny thing that's not going to be used for his glory. Right. And that's the same thing with you struggling with alcohol, right, back in the day. Yeah. Man, that there was still, or not with you struggling with it, but, you know, with the suffering that you were going and with you coping with it, right? Sure. God used it for this story. He's using it for this podcast right now, for people to listen right now. And that right there is according to his will. And, and the nights that you prayed, God... Get, get it away from me. God was using that scenario and that situation, and he knew that, you know, a year later, two years later, that, you know, you would be proclaiming what Jesus did, did for sure. you back then. And, you know, God doesn't make mistakes. 
God doesn't put us in places where, you know, he's not going to grow us in any place. But yeah. you have to you have to be and have that mindset that I want to be following his will wherever yeah. you are. Here's my favorite verse to go with that. Go and my go last ahead. one will follow this. Mm-hmm. It's John 15, 7. Right. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. Mm. Ooh, that rhyme, bro. <laughs> bro, that rhyme. That's a poet, you know. Yeah, you're dang. But... Seriously, like that's exactly what you're saying. It's it's not just something that we want and something we feel like we deserve. Mm-hmm. First off, it's is it according to God's will, and am I staying in God's will? Am I, am I following Christ? Am I truly going after God? Right. You know, am I desiring? Am I am I am I really wanting God? Mm-hmm. Because it says, if you remain in me, am I am I in Christ, or am I doing my own thing and just hoping that He's going to take care of me because I I claim to be a Christian, and, right. you know, I, I feel like, you know, I'm a good person, you know. Things aren't just going to be provided for you like that. Mm-hmm. You have to truly be a disciple of Christ. Mm-hmm. And all these things will come onto you. What's that verse? I, I just I quoted the last part I'm of it. I'm not sure. All these honest. things will be added onto you. Oh, golly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, I think so many people, so many people don't realize, and, and I think it comes with maturity. Too. I think it comes with spiritual maturity. And the only way you're going to, and I will say this, one way to become spiritually mature is to suffer, right? Absolutely. For sure. You know, these sufferings, it's not that God wants us to mm-hmm. feel pain and sadness and all right. these different emotions that come with it. You know, those feelings are, let's just be honest, those feelings are temporary. We will overcome them because we have God at our side. And the reason we experience those things are to prepare us for the future. You know, I 100% believe, you know, going through my past relationships, even my last relationship, right. you know, I made a lot of mistakes, mm. you know, just, just being real, being be, honest, be real, man. you know, I made a lot of mistakes that, you know, ultimately caused the downfall of the relationship right. and, you know, not saying that she didn't because, you know, it, there, nothing's one-sided. It, it takes two. It takes two. Nothing's one-sided. Right. Everybody makes mistakes. I'm going to put more blame on myself if I'm just being real. Right. But. You know, that relationship was something that taught me a mm-hmm. lot. I've learned so much. Preach it, bro. <laughs> just from that relationship to prepare me right. for my future, to prepare me, hopefully, for my wife. For your future wife. Exactly. You know, there's things that. Things I've learned I can do better, things I know that I should do better. Right. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have that mindset. I wouldn't feel that way. You wouldn't about be it at this moment right without now. Without experiencing my failure. Right. In the past, and Man, it was so painful. Real. It was painful. You know, I came to you and I told you how broken I mm-hmm. was. Yeah. It hurt. Yeah. I was I was in a low place, but you know, God uses that for our future. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, keep talking for a second. I'm gonna find you this verse. <laughs> Why, well, man? You, you're leaving me hanging here, but <laughs> okay. I got it, I got it right. Got gotcha. you. I got it. James one two. Consider it a great joy. Consider it a great joy my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. Mm. And let endurance have its full effect, Mm. so that you may be mature and complete Mm. and lacking nothing. That's a word right there, bro. Mm. Lacking nothing. nothing. We are supposed to consider it a joy when we go through these trials. Man, do you think for a second I was happy when I went through that breakup? No, and and I don't see how you could. 
But, I mean, I was in love. Yeah. It, it hurt, being honest. Yeah. But I didn't see that as a joy. Right. But why why are we supposed to consider it a joy when we go through these things? Well, you know, it's as if, like we said, the sufferings of this present time are all being used for our future. Absolutely. Are all being used for our future. But but here's the thing. Also counting a joy to suffer now just as you are and live for God's purpose because what is going to be in the future? What has Christ done for us? Christ has died on the cross for us so that because of our present sufferings, because of our you know, if we continue to walk in the will of Christ, there is a future for us. For sure. There is a future, and that is with God in heaven forever in a relationship with him. But as of right now, we are going to suffer, but count it all a joy. Because you know what? You're given life. You're given life right now. And that, that's something to, sure. if you feel pain right now, if you feel sadness right now, you know, think about it. You're alive. You're alive. And 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 <laughs> there's nothing that we haven't felt that Jesus didn't feel. Sure. We we will endure no persecution greater than what he did. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to give you more than you can handle. He's not going to he's not going to push you to the point of anything you can't handle. Right. And th- there's there's extents to that, I believe, you know. I believe there's things that we can't handle, but God is the one that's, that's there. That's the remaining in Christ right. part. You yeah. Know, as long as we stay in Christ, he's not going to give us more than he can handle. Right. And, and I said that he can handle. Yeah, he can handle. Because he will give you the strength to overcome it. And, and can we be real for a second? And, and listeners right now, we don't know what you're going through. Like, we're not talking to you right now. But... Can I tell you, if you are going through immense pain right now, if you're going through suicidal thoughts, listen, you have purpose and you have beauty in your life right now because you have breath in your lungs. Okay, don't don't think that ending your life is gonna is gonna solve the feelings in your brain and your heart. It's not. Okay. <laughs> listen, there is beauty that is found in Jesus Christ. But you have to take that step to go towards him. He's never left you. He's right here. He's always been here for you. Please. Like, like, man, it, 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 you know, sometimes it just brings me to emotions thinking about how blessed we are. But there's some people, and, and maybe you're a listener that's struggling with so many things. And I, I can't even imagine what you're struggling with. But there is a way. Man, there is a way. And, and I know it's easy for us to say, count it all a blessing. You know, count it as a joy to to go through it. But realize that it is okay to hurt. It is okay to feel pain. It is okay because that is normal. That is normal for us to feel, right? Sure. God's always there. Mm -hmm. It's not just in the good times. It's not just in the bad times. I feel like we get so caught up in in the good stuff when everything's going just according to our, our way and everything's just going good for you. We put God on the back burner. Forget about him. We do. Mm-hmm. We we don't remember that God's the one who gave us these things to begin right. with. He he blessed us. Right. But when things are going bad, what do we do? We fall back on God. Mm-hmm. But there's times where we don't. Right. 
And when we don't fall on God, we fall into other things. We fall into these worldly things that just tear us down even further. When we don't have anyone to turn to, we turn to alcohol, we turn to drugs, we turn to sex, we turn to just anything that makes us feel good. Mm -hmm. And that's all temporary. And I was thinking, I found this verse, um, Proverbs 17, 17, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a difficult time. And, you know, I've looked at this verse with somebody before and I, I wanted to get their interpretation of it. You know, I wasn't exactly sure what it meant, but the purpose of a brother is to uphold a family member in a tough time. The purpose of a friend is to uphold a friend all the time. Mm. A brother, you know, he he's he has to be there for you. That's just kind of his role. Mm. A friend, man, a friend loves at all times. He loves you through the good and the bad. He's not just going to uphold you you know, in the bad times when we're, when we're feeling down, he's going to hold you down in the good times. Mm. You know, there's, there's times where you might get prideful. You might get a big, a big head. That friend's got to hold you down. Right. He's going to love you through everything. He's going to love you when you're at your best and when you're at your worst. Mm. A brother, you know, it may not be the case. Some people have these great relationships. Me and my sister, I love her to death. I know no matter what I could turn to her. Right. But I typically only turn to her for something bad. Mm-hmm. I don't have this great day and go turn to her and talk about it. Mm. My best friends, however, man, I'm having this great day. I'm going to pour my pour my heart out to them. And that's that's you know what this verse is saying. A friend loves at all times. A brother is born for the difficult times. Not say we can't lean on our brothers, can't lean on family, but to say that you should always try and lean on that friend. A friend that truly cares about you. A friend that really loves you, a brother in Christ, a sister in Christ, mm-hmm. those are the ones you need to lean on. Mm-hmm. Those are the people you can always go to right. because they want to be there. They don't just have to be there. Not that my sister has to be there for me. She I wants mean, to. But they were kind of born in that position, you know. Exactly. Yeah. They were put in that position. Right. But your friends, they chose to be there. Mm-hmm. They want to be there for you. They desire a relationship with you. Exactly. And that's deep, man. Exactly. So you're never alone. You can fall into your friends. And if you don't have that friend group, I encourage you to look for it. And get out of the ones that aren't like that. If you let me just let me just say, if you're part of a friend group that just always is being torn down by your friends, if they're always taking shots at you, if they're always tearing you down, never saying anything good. Or dragging you down. Exactly. If them. you're trying to be better and they're like, No, you don't need to do this and they're just pulling you down with them, get out of that. That's not a friendship. That's destroying you. If you want better for yourself and your friends are always tearing you down, that's toxic. You need to get out of that. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's just a joke. You know, that's just, that's how we play. You know, we show, we show our love for each other like that. Sure. Me and my friends do that too sometimes. But if it is always like that, if you're always being torn down, that's not a friendship. You got to be mature at some point. They, if they're, if that's all they ever do, then honestly, that's what they really mean. Mm-hmm. You know, right. people who really care about you will show you. Mm-hmm. Me and my best friend, man, we take shots at each other all the time. <laughs> we roast each other like it's like it's nothing. Yeah. But when it's something serious, man, we'll sit down and we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know. Get it, deep. And, and my best friend lives three hours away. But I know I can pick up that phone at four in the morning and call him 
and he's going to pick up. And if I've got something just really on my heart, just weighing, mm-hmm. we'll sit there and talk about it until right. there's until there's resolution. Mm-hmm. Because he cares. Right. If your friends won't do that for you, you need to find somebody who will. What are you doing? Honestly. What are you doing? <laughs> but let me backtrack for a minute. Okay. You know, we were talking about um, how God is always there. He's not just in the good and the bad. He's always there. And I want to, I pulled up the lyrics. I want to read you some lyrics of what's one of my favorite songs right mm-hmm. now. It's Another in the Fire by Dude. Hillsong United. And Man. if y'all don't know that song, if you, don't know that, that. if you don't know that album, go listen to that whole album. It Another is so good. Another in the Fire is fire. <laughs> but let me read you this just little bit of lyric yeah. right here. There'll be another in the fire standing next to me. There'll be another in the waters holding back the seas. And should I ever need reminding how good you've been to me, I'll count the joy come every battle because I know that's where you'll be. Mm. Mm. God is always going to be there. And in those hard times, in the battles, in our fights, in our struggles, in our temptation, when we're coping in other ways, God is always there. Mm-hmm. And we should count it joy, like we said earlier. Count it joy come every uh, trial, because God is there. Jesus has already fought our battle. Exactly. That's that's exactly what's saying here. Mm-hmm. I count it joy come every battle, because God is there. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not us. It's not us doing it alone. We can't do it's, anything it's by God. ourselves. It's God. It's God. And that is the answer. That is the answer to how you're going to find freedom and peace. Absolutely. Because without God. Without God in this world, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't even be here. And with everything that you're going through, God is the answer. God is the answer. And that's facts. Absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, with everything we said, vulnerability, right? We talked about vulnerability. We talked about accountability. We talked about, you know, the importance of how to get out, basically, of your, you know, your sufferings and how to cope sure in a positive way because coping is not something that's negative right coping is no i mean you need to right. but it's it's how you do it mm-hmm. it's are you are you shooting up on you know at the end of the night trying to just escape your mind right. are you are you getting drunk you know just you're trying or to get that pain are you letting your you know be vulnerable with your friends with your parents with your yeah. you know being vulnerable with the people around you and your, your people your, who care about you Diving into the Word of God, diving into Scripture, diving into a relationship Absolutely. with God who can fulfill that you relationship in your heart. with Christ is mm-hmm. unmatched. He's, he's a best friend. He is. He is that best friend. Yeah. If you don't have a best friend, <laughs> he's a he best is friend. your best friend. Right. And that 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 is a joy for us to realize in every single Absolutely. battle. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know that's John fifteen eleven. Mm-hmm. I Dude. told you these things so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. God is our joy. Right. God is what brings us happiness. He is our peace. Mm-hmm. God is peace. Right. When we are filled with happiness, when we are filled with joy, that comes from God. Right. Man. Simple as that. You are bringing the word today, dude. You are bringing. Right. The I told you I was pumped for this. <laughs> I was excited. I studied up for this one, man. It's good stuff. Well, bro, I feel like we've talked about a lot of things, and I feel like we've covered a lot of areas today, a lot of for different sure. subjects, and. You know, I really feel like the listener, you listening right now, can take something from this, and I hopefully it gives you security and peace through whatever you're going through. But I want to ask you, Bradley, I want to ask you, is there any word of advice that you would give to these younger people 
to maybe help them, you know, what word of advice would you say to give them to get out of their battle right now, to, to, to find healing and, and protection and security in their battle? Honestly, it's, it's just like we said earlier. If you're struggling with something right now, if, if you've had something going, you've gone through a breakup, you've experienced a loss of somebody, and you are struggling with that, you, you're just getting beat up. If, if you're in this relationship filled with sexual temptation, if you are struggling with drinking, with doing drugs, whatever it is, anything, the number one thing I can recommend is to get out in front of it. You do that, like I said, by admitting it to yourself. Mm. Until you know that you're struggling, until you know and admit to yourself and truly believe that you are that you have a problem with that, you're not going to get anywhere. Mm. You've got to sit down and pray about it. Mm. Those first verses I read, talking about giving it up to God, praying about it, and praying that God takes that away from you. If you pray for God to take that sexual temptation away from you, mm. he's going to do it. It may not be how you think. He may into your relationship. It may destroy your relationship, and it may cause you to suffer. And it, it, will, it will hurt, and but it will yes. be for your betterment. Right. It will be to complete you for your mm-hmm. joy down the road. Mm-hmm. It will prepare you for your future. For sure. When it comes to, you know, drinking, if, if you're struggling with that, he may, if you want to quit drinking and all your friends still drink, he may take all of your friends away. Mm-hmm. But those friends are what's, what's dragging you down. Mm-hmm. He's going to provide you with new friends who will build you up, will better you and let me just tell you great place to find those friends go to church mm. not just once a week or not just once a month dig into church get involved go to Sunday school go to every service you can dig into a life group find a Bible study that you can dig into and there's your accountability right there if you don't have some already find somebody in that group who you can build a relationship with get connected with and have some accountability mm-hmm. that's how we met absolutely mm-hmm. so in the relationships like that, that can happen at church or at, at at these christian communities that you can involve yourself in exactly and then like i said give it up to god mm-hmm. let him take it away move forward mm-hmm. put it in the past don't let it eat you alive your, your past does not define you right. what you're doing now doesn't define you the woman that got caught in adultery Jesus said, get up. Exactly. Get up. He said, I don't see you for your sin. I love you. You know, where are your accusers? Where are the people, where are the, where are the, the pains and the sufferings that, that, that were coming on to you? The people that wanted to kill you, where are they? Exactly. They were nowhere because Jesus was fighting that battle. And man, getting up out of the dirt and realizing. And that's joy. And getting out of the dirt and realizing that Jesus' hand is out there to give you that joy. Exactly. Man, that is beautiful. And and thinking about that gets me pumped, and it, it should everyone, man, yeah. get, get you pumped, like excited, because we have an outlet to reach happiness and peace and understanding and wisdom, and that is through Jesus Christ. That is through God. That is through, you know, everything that God has for us. Yeah, don't put it off. If you're struggling with something right now, stop. Pause this, or as soon as this finishes, don't put it off. Sit down, just be real with yourself. You know, look, say, here's what's going on. This has got to change. And then pray about it. Go into just some deep prayer, just you and God. And if you, if you don't know how to do that, find somebody who does. Find a friend you can rely on. You know, talk to your youth pastor at church. Talk to your pastor at church. 
Find somebody who you can just kind of lean on and get that out there. Don't wait. The longer you put it off, the harder it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's going to dig deeper into you. Your sin is just going to grow roots deeper into you. Get in front of it. Don't wait. Do it right now. Get in front of it. You got to take that first step because that first step is, is where you start. So exactly. just do it, man. Just do it. Don't be ashamed. I, I know there's shame and I know that everything's going to try to bring you down, but it's crazy that when, you'll see when you really give it up to God, when you really put your sin out there, admit and ask God to take it away from you, and you truly want to be a disciple of Christ, when you really start living the right way, when you clean up your act, it is crazy how fast God will change mm-hmm. your life. Mm. It may be, you know, for some people, it may be years before everything is different for them. Right. But I can say personally, I've seen things change in a matter of days, in a matter mm-hmm. of weeks. Like it just, it's a turnaround just like that. When you experience Jesus, things you become change. A, you become a different person so quickly yeah. when you truly desire and chase God. Mm. Just like just like Saul to Paul, man. It's exactly like that. He saw know? the light and his eyes were open. And he said, God, I'm going to chase after you. I'm so sorry for who I was, but I desire you to live for your purpose. But you'll never experience that as long as you're lying to yourself. Yeah, as long as you're just... You're, you're, you're suppressing that. Right. You're lying to yourself about it. Get it you open. Gotta, you just got to be real. Get it open. Be vulnerable. Be vulnerable. Find that accountability. Mm-hmm. Give it up to God. Right. Man, look... Thank you so much for for creating this. Thank you for Dude, for being thank vulnerable. Thank you for having me, man. I, I really this has not just been you know for them. This has been for me as well. Just to get to dive in the word with you and and grow in our relationship together. Like that's yeah. that's something I'll cherish forever, man. I had such a good time, you know, preparing for this with you. Just the, the talks and discussions yeah. we had leading up. to Oh, this. like the video. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Hey, that video's going to be legit. It's going to be legit. We actually at the recording of this podcast, we haven't actually edited it. But we're, put, we're putting it together. Yeah. We're getting there. It's it's going to be out by this when it's posted. And I'll probably have to do an all-nighter to do it. <laughs> but it will be out. Don't worry. <laughs> I That's guess sweet. you don't got to worry because it's already out. But we're talking about the future. Anyway, anyway, Bradley Wright, thank you so much. And, you know, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I really hope you did. And, you know, we're going to be coming back with a lot more guests in the future. Bradley, of course, I'm probably going to ask you again to Man, come on this sometime. It, it'd be my honor okay, to well, come back. I had such a great time. Like, I can next do this week, you know. <laughs> I'm down. Hey, he's down. But, you know, thank you again. And so, the listener, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to this podcast, taking the time out of your day to listen to us. Man, that, that I'm so grateful. And if you have any questions, like, this is, there was a lot of deep stuff we talked about in here. Yeah. Shoot Tyler a message. Hit me up. Shoot, shoot me a message. I don't care. Yeah. This man is willing to help anybody. I will. And I, and I can say that because I speak from experience. He wants to be there for y'all. This isn't just, you know, putting out there. It's not putting on a show. What he's talking about, he really means. And, you know, if you've got questions, don't be afraid to ask. That's why I love this dude, man. So he's just, he's just being real. <laughs> all right. Well, that is all we had today. And I really, again, I thank you for listening. So just remember, we always come out with the podcast every, every Friday at 12 o'clock noon okay so just check it out every every uh every friday on on youtube on spotify on apple Podcasts, on all the uh, podcast listening platforms and we're going to bring content week after week because that's my goal here uh, and we're going to get better and better and better so man i appreciate it and uh Bradley, thank you again and i hope you'll have a great day and i hope god blesses you so 
why don't we why don't we find the best way to cope cope with our pains and our sufferings but that way is through Jesus Christ while we're young why don't we realize that now why don't we do it while wow, we're young. young yes sir <laughs> all right y'all have a good day all right joseph turn the freaking is he gonna get turn that? the turn the camera off dude i'm so does he know how to work that thing he doesn't know how to work it. turn the camera off. <laughs> can't find good help i'll do it i'll do it